Good morning, everybody. This is Carlo Versano. We've made it another trip around the sun, gang, and uh, this is where I'm leaving you for now at least. So I just wanted to say a few things on this last day of the year and my last Need to Know podcast. First, though, a couple quick headlines because there is some news on this last day of the year, and I would be derelict in my duty if I didn't mention it since this is a news podcast. So let's do a little headlines here. Colorado in the state of in a state of emergency after a pair of uh, fast-moving wildfires really came out of nowhere yesterday, sweeping through some suburban Denver. At least 500 homes have been destroyed. Uh, people have been fleeing these fires. Some of the videos out of these little towns is uh, remarkable. Um, needless to say, wildfires in late December, not a normal occurrence in the United States, really wherever you are. Uh, meantime, on the COVID beat, some promising developments here to ring in the new year, even as the U.S. is clearly now in the throes of this uh, full-blown Omicron wave. And by the way, for all who have asked, we are pulling the trigger on our vacation to the Caribbean next week. So hopefully we make it in one piece and we're allowed back into the country. Uh, so wish us luck and thank you to everybody uh, who wrote in with their advice. Uh, but uh, yeah, on the COVID beat, though, South Africa lifting its curfew, as it says, the Omicron wave there has now passed without a significant spike in hospitalizations. That's very good news. This variant was first discovered there a little more than a month ago. So that really gives hope to the theory that we've been talking about that other countries, including ours, are going to see these similar waves crest in the coming weeks. I think that, you know, January is going to be uh, really the, the crush of this. And I think we may be out of the woods by February. And uh, on the vaccine front, the FDA expected to authorize boosters for 12 to 15-year-olds in the coming days, probably early next week, uh, while J&J says that a booster of its vaccine is indeed very effective against uh, severe COVID, even with Omicron. Uh, and this is also huge if you've got little ones around. Uh, after disappointing news from Pfizer and its trials for kids aged six months to five years, Moderna looks like it's coming to the rescue here. That vaccine trial for little ones appears to be going quite well, uh, and the Moderna vaccine could be a Approved as soon as late February for kids as young as six months old. It's not soon enough. And of course, the earth has now officially entered 2022. Sydney, Australia just rang in the new year with their big fireworks display over the harbor. A lot of the big celebrations, though, being scaled back or even canceled once again because of COVID. Here in New York City, the ball will drop in Times Square tonight, but the crowds are going to be severely limited. This was the parting gift from our illustrious Mayor Bill de Blasio, who departs the gig at uh, midnight tonight and not a moment too soon. And it's a great example, I think, of how we've entered this phase of COVID regulations and rules really just being completely decoupled uh, from the quote unquote science. So if you're vaccinated, uh, you know, you can go watch the New York Knicks play basketball 10 blocks south of Times Square and you can be inside Madison Square Garden and maskless and cheering among 20,000 other people. But if you want to see the ball drop, which is, of course, outside, it's open to just 15,000 people and you have to wear a mask. So that just gives you a, it's a perfect example of how none of this makes any sense anymore. And they're just trying to you know, throw it, throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks. Uh, if there's one thing I am going to miss about this pod, it's going to be able, it's being able to call out absolute idiocy like that every day. Uh, and hopefully, well, I'll at least still be able to do it uh, to Becky. So there's that, right? Guys, Jill and I started this podcast uh, as a passion project. It really wasn't ever the main part of either of our jobs, um, but it was our favorite part of our job, without question. She'll tell you the same thing. Uh, you know, just being able to talk about and try to make sense of the news 
as real humans do, not as the voice of God, you know, talking down to his disciples on the mountain, as so much journalism has become in this day and age. Uh, you know, I think that that really has value. And I think that sometimes I'm shocked at how infrequently you see it in the uh, quote unquote mainstream media, which is truly a shame. And one of the reasons I'm so sad to be to be leaving this pod, you know, our guiding principle has always been if we were meeting our friends at the bar after a long day covering the news, how would we talk about what's happening in the world? You know, there's the news as it's presented on your screens or in print, and then there's how it's discussed at the bar or at the dinner table or in the car on the way to work or school. And that's always what we've wanted this podcast to be. We wanted it to be a two-way street, uh, which is why either Jill or myself has responded to virtually every DM, tweet, email you guys have sent us, even the ones calling me a moron. Truly, I've responded to almost all of those. I even responded to the guy who emailed me a couple months ago asking me what my mother's maiden name was. Uh, I have no idea what scam you were running, dude, but I respect the hustle nonetheless. Uh, and I did that, I think, because accountability and accessibility is critical in this business. And it actually makes you better at your craft, makes me better at my craft. You know, New York City and the media business can be a real bubble, as we've talked about, um, especially in a pandemic. And I just can't tell you guys how helpful it's been just to me professionally, as well as personally, to hear from folks uh, outside that bubble who have helped um, pierce it. You know, I know that uh, Jill is going to carry the torch forward. And uh, I hope to as well, in some form or another, this has been without question the highlight of my career, uh, getting to talk directly to so many people every morning and just to interact with you guys and hear your takes on the news or just on life. Um, the article and book and movie recommendations, the parenting advice I've gotten, the questions about how Franny is doing, the tips uh, for getting her how to sleep. None of them worked, but that's okay. It's the thought that counts, right? She is a tyrant. Who has no use for sleep? She's kind of like Napoleon in that way. Um, but but in all seriousness, it really has been like a second family. Uh, some of you some of you folks have completely changed my thinking on certain topics, um, and that's a real gift. Uh, you've called me out when I've been too myopic or too cynical for my own good, when I've been overly offensive, uh, and for that I truly am grateful and humbled, really humbled. Um, I did a little back of the envelope math last night, uh, and we have done nearly 800 episodes of the podcast since we started it over three years ago. That equates to 260 hours or 11 straight days of uh, audio content. It's amazing, really. Uh, we got through the weirdest days of the Trump administration together. We got through the worst days of the pandemic, especially some of those months when I think we all felt like we were really losing our minds together. Um, Seriously, this podcast, I don't know if I would have made it through the, the, the worst days of COVID uh, if we didn't have this pod. Um, we've laughed at stupidity, be it governmental or otherwise. We've mourned tragedies together, too many. Uh, we've complained about the absurdities of life, and I'm going to miss all of that. Um, so with that, I'll just say keep in touch, and I mean that. My personal email, you can you can find it online. It's VersanoCarlo, one word, at gmail.com. My Twitter is Carlo underscore Versano. Uh, I am a legitimate uh, news junkie, news addict. I am always down to rap about what's happening out there. So hit me up, and I mean that. I'll still be kicking around the industry. And my hope is to be able to come back in some form to podcasting, even if it's just as a guest. You know, I kind of feel like uh, – 
this is going to sound obnoxious, but I, I feel like Michael Jordan retiring from the NBA at the height of his career to go play baseball back in 1994. And we all know how that turned out. Right. So who knows, who knows where life takes us, right? If, if you've learned anything being around, it's that uh, you can never really predict what happens and how life turns out. I really love this form. I think it's an underappreciated uh, form of, um, uh, you know, of news distribution. I really appreciate the honor of getting 20 or really, frankly, closer to 30 minutes with Baker's here, uh, just of your valuable time every day. Uh, it really is an honor. So thank you, especially, um, to Jill, of course, my partner and my friend, uh, and to Baker always being our sixth man, much appreciated. And also to Michelle and Anna and Sarah and Christina and Dina and Bennett and Hannah and all of the other Chedheads who have helped Get this sucker out the door and into your feeds every morning. And to thank you to Cheddar itself for letting us hold this kind of sort of grand salon, this sort of experiment every morning. Uh, it's been really, really an honor and remarkable uh, to get to do it under the Cheddar brand. And also, I'll just say, don't unsubscribe. The, the path, the, I should, the plan, I should say, is for this pod to return when Jill is back. So you won't see us for a few weeks, but... Um, don't unsubscribe. It will pop back into your feeds, as I'm told. Okay, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. And here's to new beginnings. That's what you need to know for December 31st, 2021.